Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I wanna do a quick message and talk to you about what is wisdom, true wisdom, because there are two different types of wisdom. There's the world's wisdom and there's God's wisdom and they completely oppose each other. So you either believe the world's wisdom or you believe the Bible's wisdom and not just believe it, but you apply it to your life. You know, fear and takes action. Fear For fear to be applied to your life, it takes ap- action. And it's the same with faith. For faith to be applied to your life, it takes action. You have to either take a fear action or a faith action. Every single day you take one or the other. And it's the same with wisdom. So wisdom, the world's wisdom, is whatever you hear on the news, is whatever you hear from a doctor. That's the world's wisdom. The world's wisdom will always oppose godly wisdom. The Bible talks about this in Proverbs 9. It says in Proverbs 9, verse 10, fear of the Lord is the foundation of wisdom. Knowledge of the Holy One results in good judgment. And verse 11 says, wisdom will multiply your days and add years to your life. If you become wise, you'll be the one to benefit. If you scorn wisdom, you'll be the one to suffer. And you know, we see that time and time again, when people they look at the word of God and they they mock it and they don't believe it. And you see how the world says, oh, you talk to Jesus. Wow. You know, they, they mock the word of God. You know, that's, they're going to be the one to suffer. They're going to be the one when it comes, when it comes time that they need a supernatural healing in their body, that they won't, they, they, well, they don't believe in Jesus. They don't believe in healing. And so they don't get to benefit from, from, from what God actually has paid for and given freely to them, you know, so they are actually foolish. You know, if there's a table full of food and you sit there and say, I'm hungry, who looks foolish? The person who sits there and says, I'm hungry. Or the person who just says, no, there's a table full of food. I'm going to eat everything that's on it. And so that's what the word of God is. The word of God is a banquet table of everything that we need, but people believe the lies of the world, which is the opposite of the, the the godly wisdom even in the church, people don't believe godly wisdom. They'll take their doctor's report over the word of the Lord, over the, over the over God's report, and because all in the name of wisdom, it's all in the name of wisdom. People think, well, I just have to be, I just have to use wisdom. I mean, how many times do we hear that over and over again? I know you, I know you guys, um, you know, I know you guys are going to church again, but I mean, my doctor just said I just have to use wisdom. You know, my immune system is compromised. Blah 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 blah. You know, everything that you speak is creating your world. So on another note, whatever you're speaking that's been told to you by a doctor, you are now agreeing with and then creating in your life. So if the doctor says you have blah, 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 blah going on in your body, and then you repeat to somebody else, you know, I just have blank, you know, fill in the blank in my body. That's you agreeing with that wisdom, which is actually foolishness. The Bible talks about how the foolish things of the world will confound the wise. So that's 1 Corinthians one twenty seven. It says, but God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. So the world sees medicine, puts it on a pedestal, sees uh, the, you know, vaccines puts it on a pedestal this is this is the, the savior this is the best thing out is is something that man created that we can you know up, you know inject in our bodies and first of all the world system is so screwed up that there's there's so, so many terrible agendas being used through fear and being applied through medicine 
And so that's an endless topic that we could get on. But I just want to talk about, you know, you either believe one of two ways. You believe man's wisdom or you believe the Bible's wisdom. You know, a lot of times we as Christians who we do believe the word of God and we do believe in laying hands on the sick and we do um, go to the word of God before we go to another measure. We do say, oh man, I feel, I'm feeling something in my body. I'm not going to go ahead and agree with that symptom. I'm going to go to the word and I'm going to get my healing. And sometimes the person who does that on the same note feels it's their job to correct everyone else. And I want to tell you why that's not correct. First of all, you can only bring correction to somebody who is under your authority. So if you're a, a mother or a father and you have children in your house, that's like that's a perfect example of somebody that's under your authority. You cannot correct your pastor. You cannot correct a leader in your life. A lot of times you can't really correct your parents, even if you're an adult and they're an adult, because they don't see you as their authority. So when you come to bring correction to somebody that's an authority in your life, you actually look like a fool because no matter what you believe, it's they don't they're not going to receive from you. So you look like a fool. So don't just because your pastor may not believe in the way that I'm speaking about things or or a leader in your life, it does not mean you need to go correct them. Just apply it to your life. Just live your life. Get testimonies, things that you know, things that you can share. You know how you, you know, had a sickness, or there was a sickness that tried to come in your family, and you laid hands and and you believed, you applied the word of God, and how that thing had to leave, and and just collect testimonies. You know, the Bible actually reads in in Proverbs nine. It says, it says, uh, so don't bother correcting mockers; they will only hate you. But correct the wise, and they will love you. Instruct the wise, and they will be even wiser. Teach the righteous, and they will learn even more. So look at that not as you being the person to correct, but say, am I being wise? Am I am I letting wise instruction come into my life? And am I loving correction? Because it says the wise will will love correction. So am I a person that loves correction, or do I get a bad attitude when I get corrected? So can I can a can a spiritual authority have a voice in my life? You know, a lot of times you know, people who have been around the things of God, in the things of God for many years, they don't realize it, but they've lost respect for the spiritual authority. You know, they've, whether they've gotten too familiar with spiritual authority or they feel that they've climbed this ladder, that they're greater than their pastor, they're greater than their leader. First of all, if you don't believe what your pastor believes um, and, and you feel like you're on a different spiritual level, then you need to go to a different church because you're not going to benefit at all from going to a church where you believe that you're higher than the pastor which first of all I think you're full if you think you're if 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 it's a if it's a church that believes what what I'm what I'm talking about that believes in healing that believes in laying hands on the sick that believes in the power of God speaking in tongues believes in in the book of acts if you're telling me that you're that you have more wisdom than your pastor I would question you before I would question him but if you're if you're in a situation where you you don't have a, a, a spiritual leader in your life, first of all, it's foolish that you don't find someone that you don't get plugged in in a church that you don't get plugged in under a pastor. You know the the protection of the Lord in your life is actually under in in where you're submitted to. So if you're if you're a free agent, you you're you're kind of just out there. You don't you, th- that's a very dangerous way to live. So don't be a free agent. Get submitted under a church. Get submitted under godly leadership. If you don't have godly leadership, you need to pray about the location that you need to be living in. You need to pray about um, the, the the. You need to ask the Lord to sh- to reveal to you and show you where you need to be. So wisdom, 
Proverbs 9 says, wisdom will multiply your days and add years to your life. So wisdom, God's wisdom always opposes the world's wisdom. You know, we saw it in the beginning of 2020. The world's wisdom said, there's a virus. We got to close the church. We got to wear the masks. We got to, you know, we got to, and immediately my spirit rises up inside of me and says, wait, 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 wait. Okay. There's a virus. There's this, there's that, whatever. If this thing is as real as they say it is, well, then I need to, I need to be applying the word of God for this situation because my family's not going to be taken out by a plague. Absolutely not. I believe what the word of God says. I believe Psalm 91. I believe that by his stripes I'm healed. So I believe that that the price has already been paid for my healing on the cross at Calvary. So there's nothing, no new sickness that can be invented that can take my life out because I already believe what I believe. It's so in me that I can't even get fearful. I, I can't. And then the world would say, oh, well, you're not being wise. You're not being wise if you don't believe that this is what's going on. No, I know what's going on. But wisdom inside of me is what agrees with the word of God and then brings me out of any problem, of any situation. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to sit in my home and be afraid of what's going on in the world because the word of God is my wisdom. The word of God is my wisdom. I don't know what you're using for wisdom, but the word of God is my wisdom. So I'm going to stand on that rock and that thing's going to carry me. And you know what? This is what the Bible says. Because and this is what this means in First Corinthians one twenty seven. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, and so that means there'll be a day when my what they call quote unquote foolish thinking is going to confound them. That they're going to have to look at the word of God and be confounded and be and, and it will blow their mind because they're going to realize it's the truth. They're going to realize everything that they believed, every fear that they believed. Everything that they heard on CNN, everything that they heard on the news was actually a lie. It was a narrative from hell, and it was actually sent to destroy their life and take them, to, you know, take them out and kill them. But the the wisdom of God, which looked like foolishness to them, is is the real wisdom, is the true wisdom. The foundation of of true wisdom is the fear of the Lord. So whatever the Bible says, I'm consuming that. You know, especially if it opposes what the world says. I'm not, I don't need to agree with the world. I don't need to agree with the world for the world to be, to see my point of view. I need to disagree with the world because the foolish things of the world are going to confound them. I don't know when that day will come. And maybe it's a different day for different people, but I know that a day is coming because this is what the Bible says, that the foolish things will confound the wise and that they'll be, and I know my pastor has said this, there's going to be a day when they're going to have to bring sick people to the church to get healed. I don't know what's going to transpire for that to happen, but I know he prophesied it. So it's going to happen that there'll be ambulances pulling up at the church with sick people because the foolish things of the world are going to confound the wise. And where people used to get medicine to to get healed, they're going to come and get the power of God and it's going to infuse them and it's it's going to raise them up off their deathbeds and they're going to bring people who are dead. They're going to bring people that are that are uh, are sick. They're going to bring people with stage four cancer, and they're going to they're going to walk out completely healed because that's what the power of God can do. What man would say is foolish. God says, no, that's wisdom. No, that's correct. That's that's what my word says. That's what I paid for on Calvary, and that's what you can have if you say that's what I would have. That's what I want to have. I want the wisdom of the Bible. I don't want the wisdom of the world. I want I want what the world says is foolish because I know that it's going to confound them that one day they're going to have to come. And I believe that's when we're going to see the greatest spiritual awakening we've ever seen is when people have to turn to God 
that there is no pharmacy, that there is no hospital, that there is no other route, that it's only God if you're going to get healed. And then you'll, and then the, and then it, we'll see a great harvest come in because people who experience the power of God, they can't, they can't, it, 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 it's a, it's a real experience and you can't talk them out of it. When a person came, if a person came to you with stage four cancer, you prayed for them and it left and then they, and then they know that they're healed. How do you tell them that there is no God? They won't believe you. They, they're going to know that they're going to know that there is a God because they were about to die and now they're healed. And so I believe that in these last days, we're going to see more and more supernatural, more and more of the supernatural is going to be happening in and around us. So you might as well just get in on it. You might as well just start laying hands on the sick. You might as well just start being loud about what the word of God says. You might as well just start living it out in your life. And I'm not saying that you go to your family on Thanksgiving and you have to now rebuke them for what they've been doing, for how they've listened to CNN and how they this and that. No, just be an example. Just live your life. Just believe in the power of God. Apply it to your life. You see somebody that's sick in your family? Hey, can I pray for you? Hey, you know, this is what the Bible says. And I, I just want to pray for you right now. Come with the love of God. Don't come with this this thing that, you, that you're on this like high horse and that you know everything and that you're so much more spiritual. Just cut that crap out. Nobody wants that, that people don't receive from that. But you come with the love of God and you say, I have a solution to your problem. And it's right here in the, in the word of God. Let me, let me, let me pray for you. That's how you're going to see a change in your family. That's how you're going to see a lasting change in your family. Not from, not from debating, not from, uh, you know, trying to tell them that they're stupid, not from telling them, you know, you know, whatever you feel to tell them. You know, sometimes the flesh gets involved <laughs> and you have to just say, no, I'm not, I'm not going that route. I know what I believe. I know what they believe, but let me just be an example. Let my life, let the light of God shine for my life and, and, and let everything that I do just bring glory to God. And, and as a result of that, more people are going to come, more people are going to get healed, more people are going to get saved. And so I believe that that's you. If you're listening to this podcast, that that's your life. Your life is going to bring so many people into the kingdom of God, that supernatural things are going to happen. Miracles, signs, and wonders are going to follow you everywhere that you go. When you preach the word, when you stay committed and, and, and you, and you keep your life pure, you keep your hands pure and you keep your heart pure towards the things of God, towards the church. Don't let offense come in. Don't let bitterness come in. Don't get offended at somebody because they don't believe how you believe. Just believe the word, act upon the word, live the word, and be a light to your generation. I love you. Jesus loves you. We'll see you soon.